Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless. We often admire the beauty of the butterfly, but we don't always think about the process it takes for it to get to where it's at. Before we get to see the beauty of the butterfly, the butterfly has to go to, through a metamorphosis. It gets into a cocoon, we don't see it for a while, but after a while we celebrate its wings, we, we, we celebrate its beauty. And that's the thing about life. Sometimes you're going to have to get into a cocoon. Sometimes you're going to be hidden. Sometimes nobody's going to be talking about us. They look silent, it may look like nothing is happening. But eventually, you'll realize that God, God is working on your wings. Because where you're supposed to go, you couldn't go there crawling. You couldn't go there walking. You needed to fly. That was, that was Esther's story. Esther, Esther seemed to have been stuck. She seemed to have been by herself. It felt like probably God had left her for a time. But God was developing her wings. This story is really encouraging and I hope that it encourages you as much as it did me. I hope it encourages you to realize that God has not forgotten about you. That in due season, you will break out of that cocoon and everybody is going to be wondering, where did she get her wings from? So I remember quitting my job sometime 2019, mid-2019, because I felt like the job that I was in at the moment, it wasn't more so glorifying God because I I kind of handled alcohol and all. So I decided to kind of quit and just tell God, you know what, me, I'm trusting you for the next month until the time you'll give me a job or you'll bless me for you to get out to my expenses and all. So I remember a few months down the line, um, reality catches up and my landlord is at the door knocking and my mom was actually around at that time and she opened the door and he was kind of inquiring of the rent because it was due over a month or so. The previous months, my family members had kind of assisted me to chip in however they could for me to get her to it. But this time around, they were not able to because of various reasons. So my mom op opens the door and they're kind of wanajibishana. Oh, I'll give you your rent, Hatu Jahama. It's just that she's going through something, but we'll, we'll make sure we pay you. And it was a whole fracas. And for me, when it comes to my parents, especially my mom, I'm always conscious about how she feels. So I could tell the desperation in her voice and I didn't like it. So once they were done and they had agreed that rent will come at the end of the day, not even knowing where it will come from, and doors were closed. I remember I was in my bedroom at the time hearing all that. And I just broke down and I told God, if you brought me into this earth to become a liability, take me out of it. But if you brought me into this earth to become an asset, then give me a job and I will work. A few 
I think it was a month or so. Yeah, it was a month down the line. Um, I tell a friend, a very close friend, about my desire to actually get to work and all. And she was like, oh, in our company, we're actually hiring so I can put in a word for you. Then they'll call you for an interview. And she does that. So I'm called for an interview like the following week. And I go to the interview. So I'm supposed to have an interview with the direct manager. Um, the interview was for customer service. And um, it was supposed to be like an agent, a telephone agent. So the interview is with the direct manager. Manager comes, introduces herself, and she says, well, I had booked a prior meeting, um, so I won't be able to interview you at the moment, but I will refer you to the general manager. And in my head, I'm thinking, guy, interview na GM. So I just didn't want to overthink it, but I just said that friend, I was telling God, let your favor speak over my life. And I know if this is the place for me, you'll just make it happen. So I do the interview with the GM. I actually recall it was not so as an interview, but it was like we were doing a cheat, a cheat chat. He will tell me, oh, you look so familiar. Have I ever met you before? And I'm like, no, unless you've come to, I used to work at a restaurant before. So I was like, unless you've passed by so-and-so restaurant. He's like, no, but um, I, I feel like you're, you're familiar. So in my heart, I'm thinking, eh, so let's just do it. We do the interview and he's telling me, so currently, the only position that is available is for an internship. And the allowance for the internship is 10,000. I'm like, okay, hey, it's not even, it's like more than 10,000, let alone the transportation to actually get to the working place. And I'm like, okay, can I give you my answer maybe tomorrow? And he's like, yeah, sure, take your time, think about it, and let me know. Nikitoka koyo building. I was like, I miss Fanikazi Abure. So uh, my brother had actually asked a friend, another friend, um, for a job opportunity. And she was saying there were PR, there was actually a PR firm that was coming to Kenya. So I was thinking, perhaps I should go for that interview. Maybe they'll even pay me more. As I was just walking out and thinking of the same, my mom calls me and she's like, oh, how was the interview and all? And I'm like, yes, it went well. He was impressed. But unfortunately, I won't be taking up the position because number one, it's an internship and the allowance is quite low. And since um, the current situation is that I'm trying to get an income flowing, I won't be able to take it. My mom is like, Ali pause Kwanza. Then she said, no, Esther, go back and accept the offer. That is your place. I'm like, but mom, I, I have bills to pay. You know, like the pressure I've been under to get her to build, to get her to rent. And she's like, no. You remember, you remember what Zechariah 410 says? Do not despise humble beginnings. I feel that is your place. So call them up and tell them that you're taking up the position. And I'm like, okay, sour. So I called up my direct manager at the time because she was the only one who, who I had contacts uh, for. And she like said I should text her because she was currently in a meeting and I texted her and I told her, well, I'm taking up the job. Initially, 
my background, my educational background is that I have studied journalism. I've even interned um, at a few media stations when it pertains to journalism. So when I was going for the interview of customer service, I had no background um, in customer service, but I knew how to to relate with a customer because I took a course under journalism called public relations. And also my experience as a waitress, um, just a couple of months before, um, kind of guided me. So I took up the job. And uh, so all the money that was, I was getting from the job was going towards rent. So I had a few allowances that I was being given by my parents, Kidogo, my siblings, to actually get fare and get food for the month. So I started the job and I was telling God, you know what? Since I told you for you to give me a job and I'll work um, as hard as I can, I'll put my all, I'll be diligent in this job, no matter how small it looks like. I'll be diligent, I'll do everything possible to make it work. But my prayer is, because I was given, the internship, internship was supposed to be six months long. Then you get a confirmation if you're permanent or not. I was telling God, I cannot wait six months. So as my name is Quinesta, you broke protocols for the first Quinesta. I need you to break protocols for me. So in the next three months, I want to be confirmed. That was in 2019, November 19th. I remember very vividly. I started working and I planned that next year within the three months, I'm getting a confirmation so that my my pay should actually increase. So all through December, we normally, in our church, we normally have like an annual conference called Shiloh. So I prayed over it, submitted, and even quoted the salary I wanted at the time. Come February, now I, it was like close to March and I'm thinking I need to be confirmed. So let me just start the conversation with the general manager. And I'm like, oh, hi, you, sir. How do you see my work? Is it okay? Do I need to improve on anything? And he's like, oh, I've gotten good remarks about you from your direct manager. She's actually very impressed with your work. Drivers are actually um, praising or commending your work. And I'm like, okay, that's good. And I'm like, okay, can we talk about my confirmation letter? And he's like, okay, how long have you been here? And I'm like, this is actually my third month. And um, I'm thinking, well, since you've said my work is good, why not consider it? And he's like, okay, since I have to report directly to the CEO about all the confirmations, give me a few days, I'll get back to you. So just to cut the story short, I did get a confirmation after the three months that I desired. And, and not only that, just like Quinest in the Bible, some of the people I had entered internship with that was supposed to actually fulfill the six months ended up getting confirmed because of my confirmation. Now I thought God was done. And well, see, my prayer was to just get confirmed and get an increase. I got the increase, but not the one that I had indicated in the prayer. So I was telling God, okay, I'm, I'm still grateful because I've been confirmed and right now it's no longer 10,000. And I'm okay with it. But this God does far above and beyond what we ever ask or even imagine. Uh, three months down the line, we have 
like the direct manager is actually leaving the company and they were proposing like internal interviews as to who will take up the position and my direct manager actually recommended me to my gm to take over her position and i all this while i didn't even know so the gm approaches me and he's telling me oh your manager commended you very well and she's like telling us to consider you for this position so we would like to interview you and you send your application mind you i am like literally shaking because i've seen all the work she does so i'm thinking these big shoes i'm not even six months old in this company how am i even going to take up this position but i remember a colleague then telling me um just apply because if it is god he will open doors he will grant you the grace don't close doors um that god ha- has actually opened for you so when the promotion actually happened how number one i found out was that the gm announced it via email and at the time i was actually following up on an issue um on another department inside our office so the first reaction was congratulations esther and i'm turning around that was actually my manager who said congratulations esther and i'm looking at her as uh, congratulations for what she's like you haven't checked your email and now when she's now telling me you haven't checked your email everyone in the office is clapping because they've seen the email except for myself so i'm like muna clap kwa nini samaya you don't know you've been promoted you're the new customer support manager and i'm like hiyo umesikia wapi angalia email so i remember rushing to my desk the call center desk and i was busy keying in the password so that my email ifunguke haraka and i just read the line and i'm like smiling all through i just can't believe what i'm reading mind you during the interview um the gm then literally grilled me yani nilitoka hiyo interview nikisikia ai hii job si yangu sijapata kwa sababu niliuliza maswali hapo i remember fumbling i remember some questions i wasn't able to answer so i left the room quite discouraged because i thought eh bila nimejibuza maswali i don't think your job nimepata but oh well i tried so i went about my business i was in shock because when i tell you that the six months that i was supposed to be under internship is the duration that god co- actually gave me that job confirmed me in a permanent position and now he's elevated me and promoted me to head the department three years later i get promoted again this time to head the delivery department um and I believe by the grace of God they saw the work I did under customer service and as a customer service manager because at the time even when I was leaving we normally hold focus groups with the drivers that we handle and they were commending us or commending the job that we've done commending my leadership commending my uh, servant um, I can say servant attitude so I got promoted to head the delivery department and that is what I'm currently doing. I I honestly cannot say it's something I did. It's just his favor and when God decides to favor you, there's no door that remains closed. So what I'll take out 
as a, a lesson from the story is number one no matter what you actually find to do um and this is in correlation that it actually honors god and his kingdom do it diligently do it with all your might do it as though you're working towards or unto the lord and never despise humble beginnings it might look small but where god is actually seeing it is far beyond the position you are actually looking at at the moment for anyone who is believing god for a job at the moment i've been where you are i know it can be challenging especially towards your faith because you feel left out you feel like god is not concerned about you but like the bible says he knows the very number of your hairs on top of your head you're you're that important to him so i will say continue being patient and even as you um persevere or even as you become patient don't um don't despise humble beginnings yet again if you get a job no matter how small like i started by saying the job that i got was waitressing yes at the, at the time it was not in the conducive environment but i knew okay this is an open position that god has given me let me work and when he told me this is not the environment i i need you to be in i had i had to take that step of faith and when i quit i didn't just stay at home and um yes sometimes i sulked but after i sulked i called up friends and was like yo i'm looking for a job if you hear like someone is announcing a job or even in your places of work there's a position i'll do anything I'll start anywhere. So please uh, commend me or recommend me to your workplaces. Indeed it was when mom says it's it's like it was your place. Mungu akona akona mipango zake because how he keeps on working on my behalf especially in that place. I myself felt even like quitting even when I took over the customer service role, manager role. I felt like quitting but he kept on holding me like his grace kept on being renewed every single day he 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 doesn't just open doors for you to work certain job umepata there's always a purpose that you're fulfilling Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless.